Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. G'day and welcome to another edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. I'm Kevin Hillier. I'm not going to be talking too much because I haven't got much of a voice at the moment, uh, but uh, we'll get to our guest uh, who is a, a ripper, a, a really good bloke and uh, someone I think you'll enjoy listening to for the next 20 minutes or so. And he's a man who really is at the very heart of what's going on in the city of Wyndham. Steve Bentley, the manager of uh, Vibrant City Centres for the Wyndham City Council, is on the line joining us on Talking Wyndham. G'day, Steve. Thanks for joining us. G'day, Kevin. Thank you. Uh, well, I guess uh, tell us about uh, the Vibrant City Centre that is uh, the uh, CBD of, of Werribee. Well, it's interesting. I, I've probably got to sound vibrant, doesn't it? Having a job called Vibrant City Centre, <laughs> everyone expects you to be up all the time. So uh, it's, a, it's a good name and, and great cities or great places have great hearts to them, which are city centres. And it is a key thing, uh, being vibrant. And actually, that came out of the consultation that uh, Council did about five years ago, forming the 2040 vision yep. for Wyndham. And vibrant was a word that the community told us that they wanted. They wanted the, the town centres and city centres to have a vibrancy both during the daytime and of an evening. So that is a big part of what we do. And we, we as Council, can't do everything. Obviously, we work with property owners and businesses and the community and organisations to create that vibrancy. The, so uh, the it'd be fair to say the the city centre of uh, of Werribee is is undertaking a, a very very extensive renaissance at the moment, isn't it? Um, well, expensive as in there's people spending money, and the money that you're seeing, say for example, at the Holiday Inn, that's private money, which is fantastic. Um, it's interesting because uh, listening to people at a long time Werribee residents and and people. They're noticing it, and that's that makes me feel really good. You know, whether it's the artworks or the events or how the garden beds are presented or the fact that there's a crane in the sky and there's apartments being built across the road from the Coastal Centre, the people are noticing things that are happening. Wyndham Park's about to be finished. That's a $14 million sort of renovation of a, a significant park. People are noticing, because that's a big part of what we do in this thing called placemaking and creating a vibrant place. It can't all be about what council does. But if I, can, if I do a good job, I would inspire private people, private property owners, private business owners and developers to say, oh, I can see the vision. I can see where yeah. this is going. I'm prepared to invest and I'm prepared to do something. And that, that's all about pride in, uh, in where, where, you, where you, you are, I suppose, as much as anything else. And that, that probably uh, uh, was a little lacking uh, 10, 15 years ago and it's, it's been a, a steady sort of build. Yes, correct. And, and it's not uncommon for a lot of city centres with the uh, growth of malls, shopping malls, be it, you know, Chadstons, Westfield, Pacific Ruby's. And when you overlay online um, purchasing, sometimes what happens is when people look at traditional city centres or town centres or shopping strips, they go, I don't need them anymore, so I'm not going to support them. And that's a shame. And, and I say to the people when they say, oh, you know, what is your job and what do you do? And I sort of go, well, I reckon if we do nothing, if people like us do nothing, then these traditional shopping strips where small independent businesses are based all just end up shriveling up and closing. Some generation in the future is going to look back and go, so you guys were in charge of that then and you didn't do anything about it. And they all close. And all we've got is online or shopping malls. I just think there's a really 
strong economic reason and some strong social reasons to still have your traditional shopping strips and town centres because it is where if you've got a good idea and you want to start up a small independent business, you can do it quite often. Your shopping malls are full of franchises and it is expensive to get in there. And it's also the fabric of uh, of your community as much as anything else so because it's it's the, it becomes the hub. Correct. And, that, and that's with Werribee City Centre. You know, it's the uh, public open space of Wyndham Park, Churnside Park, connecting to the race course. Uh, it's the river, which is a fantastic part of Werribee, uh, Kelly Park. So it's those open spaces. It's the outdoor El Fresco dining, footpath trading, station place, the pop-up parks, which is what we organise as part of the activation. So they're, they're things you just cannot get online and you, you won't always get at a shopping mall either. So it's really picking that point of difference. And, and in us working with all the stakeholders for Werribee City Centre, we're not seeing Pacific Werribee as our competition or someone we've got to try and beat at. It's a different product. You go out there, it's very, very new, very shiny, a lot of known brands. And the point of difference in creating a city centre is build on those natural assets, build on those social connections, open space, and those unique businesses. Yeah, and, and, and I think um, everyone's doing a really good job and we definitely have turned the corner and on a good path. Steve, you would have worked very closely with the, the Werribee Traders, uh, the ones that are in the Werribee Traders Association and the ones that, that aren't. Uh, is, is, that, uh, is that coming together now as a more unified uh, group for you to work with? Absolutely. That's a real strength of Werribee City Centre is to have the Werribee Business and Tourism Association um, and, and a really great committee and a good diverse committee. And I don't know whether it's I'm getting older, Kev, but they seem young. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but they say that, don't they? Folks <laughs> our age, everyone, police officers, everyone look young. But there's a nice mix. You know, Nick Christos provided excellent leadership to that and Wendy Jordan is the new president. And they're, they, they're really good to work with. And they don't, they don't agree with everything that we as government do, but the discussions are very positive and constructive. Um, yeah, it's great having an organisation like them. They've got over 100 members, which is fantastic. And another group that's in town is the Werribee CBD landowners group. Uh, it's, it's not common to have direct access to property owners. I'd spent a lot of time working in Geelong, and you know, you, you're quite often trying to track down who owns a certain property, and you say, oh, yeah, they live in Singapore and Cairns and whatever, and it's just so hard. So that is a a real strength of Werribee City Centre that a lot of your property owners and your businesses are local people and we as government can talk with them and we can do things collaboratively because absolute big fan that the whole can be greater than the sum of the parts. Yeah, absolutely. By working together. And again, it's not that it's all law, lovey we all agree on everything. It's good to have those robust discussions um, to explore things, uh, but it's a real strength of Werribee City Centre and I think that's, Great hope for the future. How um, how far into the vision are, are, is everyone at the moment? I mean, are we are we ten percent in? Are we halfway there? Are we? We're, and I know it will continue to evolve uh, evolve as things do. But are you sort of seeing? Because I mean, when you go down the main street now, I, I think it's it's changed remarkably in the last four or five years. Um, look, I, I, this is only just my figure. I'd say about a third of the way. Uh, there's been a, a there was a structure plan done and a, a vision for the Werribee City Centre, which talked about uh, Churnside Park, Wyndham Park, the Catalyst site. Uh, you know, a, a level of activation which is happening, which is seen with the pop-up parks and station sites. So, a lot of those events and activities and projects have started and. We're starting to see private investment. So again, you know, the Holiday Inn is all private money. And when you have a look at what people like District 3030 and Wolf on Watton and yep. Mama Law, and you know, you're starting to see private people and the 
apartments and the new businesses are going at 116 watt. Um, so you're starting to see private investment, which is a great way. But it's a bit like life. You'll see there'll be the early adopters, people that will jump in early, and then there'll be others that say, look, I'm not that happy going first. And that's that second yeah. wave. And that's, that's what we expect to see in the next five to five, six, seven years will be the second wave of people that go, oh, okay, I can see what's happening. I'll now jump on board. And then there'll be another wave again, I expect, five or six years after that. And they'll be the ones that, you know, come in and sort of seize opportunity. But you're right, Kevin, it never stops. But I would say that within 10 years, people will look back and go, wow, look at look at the city now. And what we're doing is we're in these plans, we're sort of saying, well, there's currently 2,000 people work in the city centre. Uh, and, you know, there's a, there's a certain turnover and, and visitation. So we're just refining the figures about how many people work here, live here, study here, um, how much money spent to set some targets. And, and share those, so we won't just set them as a council. We'll sit down with all the stakeholders and say, what are some reasonable targets for Werribee City Centre? But absolutely, getting people to live in a, in a city centre and support the local business is a key driver What um, um, that, that vibrancy. How, how, I mean, you talk about the collaboration, and that's obviously a really important part of this. Uh, a lot of people look at council and go, oh, you're just telling us what to do. The, the collaboration part of, of this has been, uh, and we mentioned the, the Tourism and uh, Business Association, but it's mm. been really important the way this is kind of everyone's working together on this. Absolutely. And that's that's the best answer because at the end of the day, when you, you know, if you hopped in a helicopter above and looked down on, on Werribee City Centre and said, who owns what? Most of the hard assets, and, and pretty much all the service and delivery is owned by others. <laughs> it's not owned by council. So, yes, we can sort of have some planning and guidance and all that, but that's what it should be. To me, I see it's very much like being a parent. You know, you're there to guide and support. You're not there to do and make decisions. So, and, and I've said to you already, the best thing as a place manager, I find, is when you see others taking a lead and showing initiative. And, you know, I think, look, Wolf on Whiten sitting alongside, I'm, I don't know what I'm meant to name individual businesses, but that's a really good catalyst because council yep. renovated the piazza, built the bridge, and everyone said, oh, you've built a bridge to nowhere, <laughs> but they're just about to finish. And this is a partnership with the state government, so we need to give them credit as well, to to do Wyndham Park. And then people, you know, um, in that in the building where the Wolf on Whiten have got the vision and, and, and when Slater and Gordon moved upstairs rather than put another, you know, office block there. They said, you know what we need? We need an upmarket wine bar. Yep. And and they've invested some significant funds into creating a fantastic product. And that, that pleases me because, uh, you know, others are getting the vision and prepared to, to run with it. And it's the uh, it's the second generation of the Salvaggio name in uh, in in that uh, business area as well. Uh, the the Correct. expression um, uh, came out of a movie many years ago called "Build it and they will come." You're building it. Are they coming? Are the are the public reacting with their feet and, and uh, supporting the businesses in the in the CBD? Yes, we do. And again, it's a matter of the businesses. You know, the customers are a lot more informed and a lot more discerning than they used to be. So I don't, and this is stuff that we do work together with the businesses on. You can't take your customer for granted. Um, people can, can get a lot more products and they know what good service is and they know what the fair price is and stuff. So I think that's the challenge is to keep evolving and making sure that part of the Werribee City Centre brand is great service, um, you know, very much clean, well-presented, on-trend type businesses. Um, so we have to, we, everyone needs to sort of move forward. We can't just keep saying, oh, well, it worked for me 20 years ago, so I'll keep doing the same yeah. thing. So 
Um, and sometimes it's new players that come on board that actually help set that standard and others look around and go, so you can do well, you can have a successful business, but you've got to meet the needs of the customer. And Kevin, just that, that is one thing that's worked really well, whether it's the parking time limits, the parking permits, yeah. the, the planning we're doing. This is where we've sat down with the property owners and the businesses and said, look, this is what we should do as a council. Can we sit side by side and get agreement on doing things? And you'll see that the parking time limits have changed down Whiten Street. They've gone yep. from one hour to two hours. That was actually done together. But it was done under the principle that the customer comes first. Let's, let's run that filter that pretty much everything we do in the city centre is all customer focused. What's best for the customer? Um, and that's been a really good collaborative approach to to make some changes and get things done. Steve, we talked a lot about uh, the CBD of, uh, of where, but obviously your uh, your area of uh, of the area that you work in is a, is a lot bigger than that. Tell us about some of the other yeah. areas. Um, well, we we uh, partner on the work at, at Point Cook with the Point Cook pop up parks, and again, that's a really good model because it was initiated out of the Point Cook Action Group and a couple of people on that committee have, have run with it. Uh, Point Cook is a privately owned shopping centre in essence by Stockwood. They've been fantastic partners. And so council has been able to come in again as a supporting parent, I think, not, not having to pay for the whole lot and do the whole lot. So it's community-driven, the amount of groups they have, the fact that Stockland have resourced it significantly as a private business so they can see the benefit. Beautiful, sustainable model. Um, and, that, and that's what sure they get about 60,000 people there over their sort of seven or eight weeks of pop-up park. Um, even this morning, uh, despite the showers, uh, we're out setting up um, pop-up park Christmas decorations at Woodville uh, Shopping Centre. That's a little shopping centre that had payday 30 years ago and is yeah. a bit tired at the moment, but it's actually bounced back. There's, there's new ownership of the supermarket there, so we're working in partnership with the businesses and the property owner group there. We're doing activation of place. Really trying, again, not to go head-to-head with Pacific Warby, which is a kilometre up the road, but to create a wonderful local shopping precinct and support 28 businesses. Same sort of model at Hopper's Junction, which is the traditional shop. So you've got the, the new shopping centre, Coles across the road. Again, it's, it's big, it's new. But you've got 28 shops on a strip. So we work with them. We've rebranded, um, cleaned up the toilet, new signage. We do marketing. We've had some open days. Getting the businesses to work together uh, to say, look, 28 businesses working together, you can be viable and sustainable. And what's your brand? Don't Again, don't try and go head-to-head against the big players. Pick your niche, connect with your local community, and you'll find that that works. But, and we're doing similar at Carnegie Gardens, at uh, Manor Lakes. Um, we're, really, we're really breaking some ground with Dennis Family, do a lot of development here and there. Shopping centre um, is called Rand Furley. So we're really working hard to work with them to say, even the new town centres that get built, let's build them to be more than just shopping centres. Yeah. Let's, let's have really genuine community centres that people feel proud to call their own at home. Yeah. Chase, um, and businesses will do well in those too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Chase Dennis from uh, from Rand Furley uh, was on the podcast uh, episode, uh, either the last episode or the one before, talking about exactly that, turning them into community hubs, not just uh, shopping destinations. They're destinations yeah. for the community to go to. Um, the pop up park, great young guy, Chase. Yeah, he is the uh, the pop up park in uh, in Werribee around this time of the year is obviously uh, huge. Well, it is, and 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 it's interesting because we we use a space and some of the space is car parking during the rest of the year. And that's always a bit, I guess, contentious. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, some people go, the ultimate thing, it's all about car parking. So, well, yeah, car parking is important, but if we let the car dominate everything we decide, we won't have these other wonderful opportunities. So the pop-up park coming up in Worthy is uh, going to be slightly shortened. It's only about four and a half weeks. So it'll run from the first week in January to the first week in February. So that was based on feedback from businesses and that saying, look, it doesn't have to be six or seven weeks, a good short, concise period. Full of activity, a lot more uh, daytime activity to support the businesses that are open. Yep. But we've still got a great program. And I thought I, I've got them in front of here, Kev, because I think you and I are similar vintage. So some of the uh, some of the music acts, uh, mm-hmm. we've got Pete Murray opening up, um, supported by local uh, Michelle Gardner. It's fantastic. But Pete Murray would be a fantastic uh, um, opening act. Uh, the week after, we've got Eurogliders. Uh, the week after, oh, these are Friday evening concerts. We've yep. got this band called Ark. So we've got Cram from Spiderbase, Mark Wilson from Jeff, Sarah Middleton from Powderfinger, Davey Lane from UMI, Pictures on the Right. And yeah, it's a good band, that one. They do a lot of, they <laughs> do, they the do a lot of Beatles night, stuff. Yeah, and then the last night, we've got the Black Sorrow um, on Friday 21st. So four really good Friday night concerts. Yeah, terrific uh, stuff. Yeah, and then on the you know on the Saturday nights we've got family movies, so we've got Aladdin, Toy Story, Dumbo, Wonder Park. It's just, that's again, I like in my sense, I like my job, you know, those sorts of things. When you go to a concert, go to a movie night, and you'll see two or three thousand people there, families just really enjoying it. And you mentioned it before, the word pride. People people proud about where they live, they feel safe. It's it's free entertainment, um, and it just it creates this sense of place. Uh, and yeah, it, it, it's good feeling. And, and the good thing is, that's your social benefit. Businesses do really well as well because what happens is people come in, they spend money, and businesses are doing well and they create jobs. And so you get this sort of cycle of success inside your city, which is what we're all about. Now you're also uh, tapping into the expertise of people from uh, from outside the city of Wyndham to bring them in to talk uh, to people in uh, in the city of Wyndham about uh, you know what's going on and what we're doing and how we can even improve it more. Yes. Well, they, uh, there's a lead agency. It's called Placemaking, which is this this sort of creation of, of vibrant, safe public spaces. And probably the big agency in the world is called Project for Public Spaces. They're based in New York. And um, there's a guy called Ethan Kent. So he's pretty much the sort of front person from, from them. And he's been in Australia speaking at a whole lot of conferences where you'd normally have to pay $1,000 to hear him speak. We've got him coming out to Wyndham next week. And there's a public session next Monday night at 6.30 p.m. up at Civic Centre. Uh, to hear him speak, and it's about it, it, it's called placemaking. How does the community get engaged? So building great places. How does the community get engaged? And it's a it's a really good talk. He's a very inspiring speaker. As I said, you normally you'd have to pay a thousand dollars to go to a conference. Uh, you just need to go to the Wyndham City website, which is wyndham.vic.gov.au. If you type in making great places, it'll come up there. You just need to register so that we know we don't have. Too many people. We've got yeah. 250 seats in there. We'd love people who are interested in this idea of getting involved in creating great town centres and city centres. Come and listen to the guys speak. You'd be really inspired. Uh, Steve, how uh, how big is the team uh, that uh, that looks after the vibrant city centres? How I mean, it's a ma- I mean the amount of area that we're talking about. You're covering and uh, the activations mm-hmm. that you're involved in. How many people from council point of view are working on that? Uh, a team of six. Um, yeah, it's not big, is it? Really. No, well, it's it's good because again, our best job is is to work with businesses and property owners and and event organisers, work with other departments in councils, work with organisations like the WBTA. Because you know, you might have you know, I could have said or I could try and get sixty, 
But then you're yeah. building up a system where everyone's dependent on council to entertain them and provide the next answer. I think it's about capacity building and inspiring others uh, and then tapping into our colleagues in, in youth services and family services and libraries and arts and culture to come in and also play in history. You don't need a lot of people. Um, just starting this week, though, the event um, arts and culture team has joined the vibrant city. So the people that organise the you know, State Rose Garden Show, the Children's Picnic, all the citizenship there, the events team, and then Arts and Culture, you'll see they do a lot of, you know, public art work. So they're, we're all in the same team now. Um, and you'll find that even public art is a key key part of creating wonderful places. And hopefully people have seen a few more artworks appear in Werribee City Centre, and we would definitely like to see that grow over the years be really quite a colourful, vibrant, artistic place. No, it's certainly developing. It's uh, it's ongoing work, obviously, a work in progress at all times. So we uh, we appreciate uh, your energy and your time, and uh, thank you for being part of the Talking Wyndham podcast, Steve. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. Thank Well, thanks to Steve for his time and uh, for his enthusiasm and his role. It's terrific and uh, doing a great job. So uh, let's hope that uh, continues as no doubt it will with the enthusiasm he has and the team that they're building around uh, that uh, vibrant city centre portfolio on the Wyndham City Council. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Hope I have a voice when next we speak on the Talking Wyndham podcast. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.